and I was happy. And then I met Mate. <laughs> We have a curtain which is going up and down and then my agony starts. During the um, Matthew's play, curtain is down like is now. Uh, I should be more serious, yeah? <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. You know, wow, reverse it doesn't yes. it doesn't work. Are you gonna are you gonna honk that horn on the last time? You, yes. you do also! I never would have guessed I'd be having a sandwich with you off the Adriatic Sea right now. Neither would have I. In front of the curtain. In front of the curtain. And leave. Talking about the history of music. Then on the stage. This is coming from the guy who plays 15 8 time on his freaking scores. Then you hide behind the curtain and you take Matthew and you go for a second bow. 6-8 for me gets pretty dangerous. <laughs> we deserve a good pat in the shoulder. I feel like because of the music sharing experience, there's already a connection. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> That's how we met. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> Welcome to the Going Solo Podcast. This is Matthew Mayer. That uh, that intro gets me every time. And this this clapping is just a great way to start a podcast. Well, uh, welcome to the Going Solo Podcast and all my Going Solo listeners. Thank you so much for subscribing and sharing this. This is the first of several episodes that I'm going to cover capturing my very first international tour as an independent artist. So all of this that you're going to hear, all of this footage is the footage that I took on my tour in Croatia when I opened up for three amazing, absolutely amazing piano artists. The one responsible for bringing me over there and giving me this amazing opportunity is Mate Mestrovic. You should Google him. He's an amazing dude. His last name is spelled M-E-S-T-R. O-V-I-C, along with Hakan Ali Toker and Matya Dedic. And we'll talk about all of these fine folks here in a little bit, and you'll hear, you'll hear them too in my interactions with them. But uh, So this is really structured in a way where I, wanna, I want to play actual footage of what's going on um, in my experience overall, um, going overseas and playing in front of co- crowds that don't speak my language, and how I'm handling all of that, as well as I'm going to stop in places and narrate with you really how I'm feeling during that time, right? So you can get a little bit of insight of um, 
just this experience and then what goes through your mind when you're sitting there and getting to know people you've never met before. And quite frankly, just to stop and wonder, how did this all come about, right? That's the first question I get asked as well. Matt, how did you get asked to go to Croatia? And that's a very appropriate question. Um, you know, I've never been one to nail down the elevator speech perfectly. I just, my mind works in a way that I like to tell the full rounded story. So I'll say it for a bullet point perspective, this is definitely an example of how nothing, quote, bigger, comparatively speaking in your own life, bigger in life happens in a straight and predictable line. It's always something that happens. And when you look back and you look at the source of how this all unfolded, it's pretty much pretty much a miracle because you could have easily said no so many times as it was unfolding and not realize what you were really getting into. So long story short, around 2012, I had started conversations with this very talented pianist named Mate Mestrovich, and I didn't know much about him, but I met him through solopiano.com, uh, the website that I, that I own and operate. And we would keep in touch over the email, but nothing too in-depth. And then in 2016, he sent on solopiano.com his uh, first compilation album of original solo piano compositions named My Face Music Book. And it was an awesome project. He did just a phenomenal job, really kind of crossed over classical music with new age and really just showed his personality. And, and I just reached out to him and I said, hey, man, really enjoyed your album you know, let's just keep the conversation going and see what happens. Well, uh, he had reached out to me and said, you know, I'm thinking about doing this tour. And he was telling me a little bit about it. And he asked me if I would open for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. I just said yes. So I'm on the hook now of finding a flight to Croatia from Omaha. And I know what a lot of you are saying. You're saying, Matt, you should really uh, do your research uh, before you say yes to something. And I'll save that for another episode. But anyway, so I say yes, and then I'm doing research more on Mate. Like, who is this guy? And first thing I find when I Google him is I find a Wikipedia page. And usually that's a solid stamp of credibility. So I'm feeling better. And reading, and I'm reading things like his first major performance was held as a six-year-old at the Croatian Music Institute. Yes, that's when he was six. Uh, he attended a music academy in Novi Sad, and then went on to the academy in Zagreb, which is Croatia's capital city. And I'm talking awards after awards after awards. And and he's also lived in different places. So I read that he spent two years in Amsterdam composing this opera for some. Italian conductor named Giuseppe Raffa. I think I'm close on that. But anyway, quite frankly, the list goes on and on and on. And I'm finding out that this guy's a really big deal. So I'm getting more excited. And then he's sharing more about the project that he's doing and how he's going to team up with this Turkish pianist named Hakan Ali Toker and another amazing, well-known Croatian pianist, Matija Dedic. And they're going to they're going to get together and they're going to do these really a rendition of what Mate composed, which was Vivaldi's Four Seasons on three pianos. So this guy's literally going to put three pianos on a stage. He's going to have three world-class musicians playing a version of Vivaldi, a version that Mate's going to write, and I'm coming in to open for them. So here I am. I'm on a plane on my economy seat 
flying over the Atlantic Ocean, first stopping in Frankfurt, then on to Zagreb. All sorts of things are going through my mind and thinking, not only thinking, okay, how the heck did this happen? I'm still processing that, let alone how is this all going to work? I mean, this isn't like I've got a script in front of me that says, yep, Matt, you're going to arrive. You're going to do this, 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 this. I'm just, I don't know these people. I don't know what I'm getting into. So, but again, just something I was listening to my gut and something said, yes, go for it. So, so there I am. I finally land in Zagreb and there I first meet Mate and standing next to him is Haka. And the first thing Mate did was just give me a huge hug. And I turned to Hakan and I gave him a hug and we get in the car, drop our luggage off, drop my luggage off in, in my room at a quaint hotel near near Zagreb. And so our first night, Mate and his wife Lucrezia, their son Marco and Hakan and myself were having dinner together. And this is the very first night that I've met them, that I'm seeing them face to face. And, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful home in the valley of a beautiful Croatia countryside. It's crisp. The scenery there is just gorgeous. And so what you're about to hear is the very first night that I talk to them and get to know them. And when I push play on this next portion, who you're going to hear um, doing a lot of speaking is Hakan. And Hakan is a whole different character that um, I, I immediately just fell in love with this guy. I just think he is a mixture of genius uh, with a little bit more genius, humility, and a heart that's bigger than just always thinking of other people. And so just before you you hear Hakan and what we're doing, I'm going to set the stage up. So after dinner, Mate has a studio, a home studio, and him, Hakan, myself, and Lucrezia, we go down to his studio because we were already talking about some conversation with with music and we got into politics and we got into this and how music can bridge people together and Hakan said I would love to play a song for you so that's where we're at we go from the dining room table into Mate's studio and just a little bit more about Hakan um, he was born in southern Turkey and he first started playing at eight years old uh, his family had given him a small keyboard, and as they say, the rest is history. But go to Hakan Ali Toker, H-A-K-A-N-A-L-I-T-O-K-E-R.com, and just read up on this fascinating dude. And there's video. All right, just to give you one more. I could go on forever about Hakan. He's just such a great guy. He's paragliding. There's a video of him paragliding in the air playing the accordion. I mean, if that's not rad, I don't know what is rad, but that is rad. That is really cool. And so here is my first night with them. And here is Hakan in the studio presenting to myself, Mate and Lucrezia, some of his compositions and really who he is. There we go. The time is going. Hakan, how are you? I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? This is Matej Mesrich. <laughs> Matej, can you tell us where we're at right now? Yeah, we are in my um, small studio um, at the end of the world, on top of one small hill. 
surrounded uh, by my best friend uh, Hakan Ali Toker, who is uh, gonna play for us. I don't know, is it a little banana show or uh, no, 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 the Beatles, some, some, some I Beatles. Call it the Beatles Revolution. <laughs> no, Beatles Evolution. Revolution. So I, 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 I want to tell about it a little bit uh, <clears throat> before I begin. Uh, a moment ago, we were talking about uh, the power of music, how music is as strong as politics and as strong as religion has the power of changing the world and uh, Beatles is one of these you know big figures in the history of music in terms of you know sending out powerful messages of world peace and human human uh, brotherhood sisterhood so um, my arrangement combines uh, music by Paul McCartney and Chopin. Mm. Chopin uh, is was from Poland, as you all know, and he went out on a concert tour and he ended up moving into Paris. And that's when war broke out in his country. Russia invaded Poland and Chopin was really anxious to go back home and fight in the revolution. There was a revolution attempt in Poland. Unfortunately, it was unsuccessful, and uh, <coughs> Russia ended up uh, owning Poland for a while. So uh, imagine Chopin's feelings. He was a patriot. He was really anxious to go back home <coughs> and fight. He was a thin man, ill a lot of the time. He was 49 kilos maximum throughout his life. And his friends, uh, in, in their letters, friends and family wrote back saying, no, no, please don't come back. You know, this is, there's a serious situation here. Yes, we're fighting, but you are an artist and your strength is in music. You have to stay in Paris. You have to fight with your music. You have to speak with us for your music. Do not come back and do not take up arms. So uh, he was a very modest man. Uh, he never put descriptive titles to his compositions. He never uh, wrote a title like Revolution Etude. But his, uh, one of his etudes, his C minor etude, is known as a revolution etude because you can hear from the, right from the beginning uh, these uh, you know, cannonballs falling. You can hear his feelings, his anxiety, his imagining of the war, of the revolution. Uh, also, uh, some of his polonaises are very heroic, very nationalistic. So, here is my... Beatles Revolution. More volume. Okay, so I'm not able to play all of the Song of Hakan's because there's some Beatles variations in his composition, so due to copyright. But this, this was the first time ever listening to him. And yeah. Wow. So after he hits his uh, last note, he shares more of his thoughts and really brings us into his mind of not only how he thinks about music and how he's composing music, but you also recognize how deep his historical knowledge, his classical knowledge, and he goes off explaining these things about these different composers and the meaning behind them and ultimately 
about how music is about connecting with others. So Hakan hits his last note, and I ask him another follow-up question. energy you know war is negative even an independence war of course uh, it's a good thing fighting for your independence but after all you're fighting and uh, inevitably you are full of anger and hatred towards the enemy towards the attacking forces and one of the greatest forces of the Beatles was pumping up good energy into the world yeah. giving yeah. these uh, good messages uh, John Lennon's Imagine, for example. Now, I picked that particular Beatles song because of the musical similarities, because of the dotted rhythm. Da -dum, da -dum. Yes, 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 yes. Yesterday. Yes, yes, da -dum, yes. Da -dum, da -dum. They blend in well together. Yeah, nice, perfect. What, what no, goes I mean. through my head nowadays is that, gosh, I really hope uh, they let me use this arrangement <laughs> on the album. Because, you know, uh, Paul McCartney is still alive. Yeah, you have to ask it. And uh, the, you, there's, there's. You need the permission, yeah. Yeah, I'm not asking him personally, but there's a company behind it. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. I'm applying, to, and yes, we'll, we'll see, see what they say. Wonderful. I have a Hopefully. bunch of arrangements like this. Uh, like, I have one, uh, Nocian Chardash, uh, Eric Satie's famous Nocian number one. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Eric Satie was famous for being against bombastic music showmanship you know he he made fun of wagner and liszt all his music is very simple and easily playable you don't have to be go through a conservatory training it's nice and easy it's deep it's emotionally philosophically deep but it's technically easy uh on the other hand uh, i'm a big fan of i love sati but i'm also a big fan of franz liszt you know the hungarian yeah, gypsy Jigan yeah, culture, just, which is all about flashiness. Yeah. Uh, so I have this arrangement where I'm uh, taking Satie's simplistic music, but I'm playing it in the Listian, Ramsian, uh, Chigan, flashy style. My music is about con connecting, sure, connecting sure. people, yeah. connecting different cultures, finding uh, similarities in uh, mm -hmm. what f seems unrelated at first, because we're all related. All people are related, and all cultures are related. Yeah. You can yeah. find similarities between, you know, sixteenth-century uh, German Baroque music, and uh, you know, Javanese uh, gamelan. You will find this, these connections yes. if you study deep enough. Yeah. Okay, wow. so this is this was a pre-made arrangement, partly improvised. Now I'd like to improvise something completely new from what you guys are gonna give me. I'd like each of you to name me a tune. Ah, uh, yeah, I know you do, you do all the time, yeah. <laughs> Just choose, choose the tune, whatever you want. Wow. Um, how about uh, Ode to Joy? Ode to Joy, okay. Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. And I give you John Williams. Not me. No, no. <laughs> I don't know what to give. <laughs> I don't know what to give. I don't know any David Bowie songs, but... Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, know, I do know film. some popular tunes. <laughs> yeah, Nicky Okay, from the uh, main team, from uh, James Bond. 
So Hakan starts playing this totally improvised piece combining all these three songs. And I've heard improvisation a lot. I've done improvisation. However, I've never heard improvisation played like this. And again, since it's some of this is copyrighted, I can't play it. But all I can tell you, sitting there and listening to this, this is when my nerves really started to kick in because I was going to be opening for this guy in front of 800 people tomorrow at the National Theater of Zagreb in Croatia. And now, our reaction. taking our stuff and we're going back outside yeah well that was one of the more amazing things i've heard here it is fascinating and a little bit frustrating when you see oh, him man. i'm just thinking why the heck am i the opening act tomorrow well i know why i'm the opening act you guys they were smart bringing in me because you guys are going to sound really good after I'm done. I'm going to be playing chopsticks in front of 800 people, and then you're bringing in you guys. So good job, Matei. You no, organized no, you this well. Well, I organized it because uh, I did. Uh, Hakan has only three-minute solo. And he ain't letting me do this kind of stuff. They, and I don't allow him tomorrow oh, because my. we are promoting Vivaldi. You know? yeah. <laughs> Not Hakan's hey, capabilities. <laughs> you can invite me as a guest <laughs> on yeah. your concert yeah. to open your yeah, concert. Right, right. And then I'm opening for you. Who's opening for you? All right. Well, the the order's definitely gotten clearer after tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Okay, let's right. uh, let's drink a bit more. Uh, we can, oh. uh, yeah, take it, take it. We can put it in. The I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready to go whenever you guys are. So. So there it is. That's our I first I night get, together. Sharing laughs, here. getting to know each other. And the next day is our very first show in Zagreb. So here we are the next morning. We get in the car, and then for the first time, we walk into the actual National Theater. Of course, it's gorgeous. I mean, you can smell the history. I mean, I'm just absorbed by the musical hauntings of the past creatives walking these halls. You can, like, feel it. Um, So Mate is running around like crazy dealing with sponsors the national croatian media is on stage interviewing him and one of the sponsors uh 
has given two electric cars for us to drive out on the stage before the show. So we've got a plan for that. And then finally, Mate has a plan where we're going to finish the show playing a Fisher-Price toy doggy that has some piano notes on it. So this is all, all this stuff is we're trying to prepare and get ready. And so as Mate is working with all these different outlets, I stay out of the way. I sit down in the second row of the theater and I start to journal. So this is a little more vulnerable than I usually have been, but I'm going to share with you exactly what I wrote in my journal just hours before I was going to be performing with these guys. October 15, 2017. Sitting in the second row of the National Theater of Zagreb. It's simply amazing. Tonight, I will open up for Mate Mastrovich, Hakan Ali Tokar, and Matija Dedic. I've never played for this size of crowd in an actual theater before. Though part of me feels inadequate, the other part of me feels like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Tonight will be a dream come true. You can smell the history in the velvet red chairs and carpet. You can sense the appreciation of the arts in this building. Only fate brought me here. Thank you, God. P.S. I wish my family could see this. Go ahead, Hakan. Okay, so we are ready for the show. We're done with the rehearsal. And now you're going to hear Hakan, Mate, Lucrezia, and myself. We are driving in the car. I'm in the back seat, and I'm thinking in my mind, okay, how is this night going to go? This is probably one of the biggest performances of my life. I don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing or the order, but I think I understand. And this is the conversation on the way to the theater and I'm trying to absorb all of Auti su na početku sakriveni iza zastor. Zastor se diže, mi krećemo sa autima, radimo krug Dobre. i vraćamo ih na mjesto na gdje mjesto. ne, na mjesto gdje su sada parkirani na pozornici, okay. a iza mjesta gdje su sada parkirani pozornici, će se ta ista zavjesa spustiti. Tako, so, razum. okay, uh, uh, during the play, cars will be parked like they are in this moment. No. Yes. Ah, during the play, yes, da. sorry. Before the concert, Mate will move them behind the curtain. Yes. Ah, yes. So, you put them in a position not where you start from, but where you left it now. Yeah. Okay, so they, they will be visible and they will be in front of the curtain, you know. So, they are like to, to show off. Okay, curtain will fall, but they will be in front of curtain. No. So simple. Let's let let's forget everything, okay? We have a curtain which is going up and down. During the uh, Matthew Matthew's play, curtain is down like is now. Yes. The cars are parked behind the curtain, and nobody sees the cars. Here. We turn on the cars make the horn the curtain is going up up we drive the cars make the circle and we park them and these are our last minute logistics as we are driving up to the theater figuring out how we're going to walk on how we're going to walk off how we're going to bow when the doggy comes in we're driving and it all has to be tremendously overwhelming for mate to explain this 
in a language that is not his own. I'm too tired, sorry. Okay. So, uh, when you finish Vivaldi and you are going for a ball, uh, first, looking, at, looking the at the audience, I go first on the left. From left to right, first is Mati, then is Matija, then is Hakan. Yeah. The, yeah, but then Dobro, okay. okay. Left to right. Uh, then you go uh, away, you hide behind the curtain yes. and you take Matthew and you go for a second bow. Bow, bow, yes. how, how do you say bow? Bow, 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 how do bow. You say? bow. Bow, take a bow, to take a bow. Uh, then it's again the same order and Matthew is the last one. So first goes Mate, then Matija, then uh, Juhak and then Matthew. Yes. And we stay in the line. And then we stay in the line. Yes. Then you are the first to play the doggy. Do Wait. I grab the dog yes. from the stage? You, you grab the dog. It will be in front of the stage. Yes. One meter in front of you. Yes. You take the dog. Stay in the line with us. Yes. Play one phrase. Give it to Hakan. Hakan played. Give it to Matia. Yes. Matia played, give it, give it to me. Yes. And that's it. Are, are we bowing? When I come out, are we going to bow before the dog yes. or we're not bowing yes. before the yes, dog? Yes, because everyone is going to clap Great. and it's going we to be bow, nice. bow and then you take the dog. All right, the doggy. I'm getting the dog. Good thing I walked the dog last night. <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, you idiot, you know, the dog. Now I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't, I would not be prepared for this. Right. You know, we're not talking about the piano phrasing or anything. We're talking about the dogs and the cars. I love it. I love it. So great. Yes, the Matija has mentioned about the other After we finished the doggy, yes, we are going to in. the cars. Yes, and, and you're starting. You're going first, first. and you're going to go to the left. You're going yes. to the other way out. Yes, and Khan's going to follow you. Yeah, you go in your car. Yes, and I make a circle. You follow I'm me. I'm following and you straight out of the stage. Are you going to reverse that car on the circle because the circle can't make yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, and you also. I'll leave you room. So you don't back into me. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, bravo. Yes, 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 right. yes, yes. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. You know, uh, reverse it doesn't yes. it doesn't work. Everybody will. Uh, are you gonna uh, Are you gonna uh, honk yeah. that horn on the last time? You yeah. man. <laughs> you do also. Just do it. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. So we get done with our car ride, and we figured out how we're going to bring the electric cars on stage. We figured out how we were going to play the Fisher-Price doggy that we end the show with. Now we're about 30 minutes away from the start of the show. And I get into my dressing room. I close the door. I do a little bit of meditating, trying to envision the songs that I'm going to play. I close my eyes, try to walk myself through the process of the actual performance. And then I got my journal out. This is what I wrote as I was sitting there in the dressing room at that time. Here it is. Listening to these guys, they are the best piano players I've heard play live. I'm lucky to even be on the same stage. I don't want to let these guys down. I have to be me. 
I have to play tonight like it's the last time I ever will. I may never get this chance again. End entry. Close up the diary, and I start walking out to the stage. And it's all come up to this moment. Stage manager comes up to me, the lighting person backstage, and Mate gives me the go to start the show. I run out, take my bow, sit down, and I open with my song, Beyond. And the only thing I'm thinking at this point is keep your right hand steady. And finally, the first song ends, and this is me speaking to the crowd for the very first time. Thank you. Thank you. Kavala. Kavala. My name is Matthew Mayer, and um, I'm far away from home right now. I come from a small, small town, um, about 600 people in the United States, about 17 hours away. But <clears throat> it is such an absolute honor to be here to open for three world-class musicians. Tonight, you're gonna hear Vivaldi like you've never heard, heard him before. And you can probably get a sense of that with this dog that's on the stage right now, all right? So before you enjoy the main course of this musical Vivaldi adventure, I am just the appetizer tonight. Just a little, not too much, just to, just to kind of get you, get you ready to go. This next song is called Stars on One, Two, Three, and it's about home. I live in 123rd Street now in Omaha, Nebraska. And this song came, this simple melody came when I was tucking my children in to bed, when they finally go to bed, it takes them a while. And the stars would come through the window and this simple melody came to me. And it reminded me that wherever we go in life, whatever we experience in life, through your seasons of life, may you and your heart always feel like home. And so I start my next song, Stars on One, Two, Three, finish that, get up and speak again, play another song, and before you know it, my part of the show is complete. And so I go backstage and relax as Hakan, Matia, and Matei take the stage for their version of Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Thank you. 
includes episode one of several that I'm going to be covering of this tour. You heard a lot of from Hawk on today. You got to kind of get a vibe of what it was like to be there and from translators to the actual crowd. And this is just the first half. And do not miss the next couple of episodes coming up. We are going to be introducing a new character to the scene, Zlatko. You're going to love Zlatko. I mean, just say his name, Zlatko. Do you not love him already? And we're going to hear a lot more from Mate. We're going to be sitting down more with Mate and hearing directly from him how he looks at music, how he looks at marketing, how he looks at social media. All of this stuff is coming up in the next couple of episodes. So thank you for joining me, coming along with me on this uh, fascinating ride. If you aren't already, please follow me on Twitter. I'm at at Mayor Solo Piano. That's at M-A-Y-E-R-S-O-L-O-P-I-A-N-O. Also on Facebook at Mayor Solo Piano. So please connect with me. Let me know where you're listening from. Really appreciate you being a part of this and have a fantastic day. Thanks so much.